Welcome back to Hit Shot. Week seven is in the books. Five again, finally over. Um, honestly, I'm not gonna lie, not the best week in my opinion. It, it was a lot to be desired. Yeah, not the best week. I would say so. Really? What? You disagree? I don't disagree. I just think that it's better than you're making it out to be. Like you told me, like. Anish and I were talking, and he told me that this was a, a shitty week, like, a few days ago. And I, I appreciate that he's gone from that state to saying that this is not the best week, just because... Well, I was I using a other... euphemism. No. But it's... it was a pretty shitty week. Mm, no. <laughs> That's where I disagree. I think it's just less great. Maybe it's shitty relatively, per your superb standards, because NFL has been really good this year. But I just think that's less great. I thought it was good football all around. And uh, I definitely think that there's a plenty for us to talk about today. Yeah, we'll see. But I, I just think they could have done a better job with the scheduling because it felt like all the good teams kind of... It, it's not even that they made all the good teams go on by. It's also... like because yeah, not they, even they, they all the, the Jaguars on by. Yeah, they sent the Jaguars, the right? And the, and the Vikings on by. But... Um, it's more so that the matchups that they left were like very like we we were pretty even on like we were pretty much the same on all of our picks yeah, for a reason. Two, we, right? Yeah, we we were just um, on two games, and it ended up like there had a, there were a lot of uh, blowouts this week. So there were that there that were. says something. Yeah, that does say something. But uh, yeah, before we dive deep into the games, let's do a quick two minute drill on what happened for the rest of the league. Um, since lots of teams were on buys, there were only 13 games this week. Um, the Jets were the Jets. Uh, Washington was Washington. Um, Texans were Texans and Bears were Bears. Um, the other games were a bit more interesting, I guess. Um, Saints at Seahawks was a real slow burner. And besides the DK Metcalf touchdown, it was basically all Saints control. Broncos at Browns might be the most peculiar result, um, but it might just be that the Broncos are really that bad. And the only other game we were split on um, that isn't going to get really talked about is Eagles at Raiders. Uh, That's kind of expected. Not much to say there other than that uh, the, the Raiders maybe will be able to keep this up. Who knows? So, yeah. Let's dive into... Our first real game of the week, though, that we want to talk about. Panthers at Giants. So, they're obviously trying to trade for Watson now. And they're supposed to be the front runners. The Darnold thing has been very disappointing. Although, I don't know if they gave up too much. So, it might have been worth the, the experiment. But I think it's kind of uh, it's kind of over at this point. Okay, they gave up a second rounder, a fourth rounder, and a sixth rounder. Yeah, I would do that. Okay. Um, so why do you think Darnold's over? Uh, he looked he looked bad, right? Like they they benched him for a reason, and like they're saying, oh, he's still our quarterback. But like that's just because you don't have any other options. That's yeah, why they're I mean, trading for Watson now, right? I mean, PJ Walker certainly wasn't the option. Um, <laughs> yeah, he played obviously far worse than Darnold did. Um, but yeah, Darnold hasn't looked good. Um. I don't know if it's over yet um, because 
they did give up the draft capital, and yes, I know they didn't give up that much draft capital, but like, uh, I don't know. I don't really think Darnold was the problem last week. Um, he was 16 for 25. I mean, that's not superb, but that's a, what, 64% completion rate. Yeah, he threw one pick. Um, that pick was pretty boneheaded. I will I will say that. Um, I just think it's really more to do with uh, offensive scheming for the most part. I thought their play design was... Uh, very simple and they weren't going to they weren't doing anything to set up big plays i mean there were some a few over the middle passes like there was like one significant like deepish pass to dj moore from my recollection that uh, that they hit on but they just don't plan for it and uh, you know part of it on offense is that they don't have cmc clearly chuba is not the same guy i mean he's good he was really good in college but uh, it's not the same, and uh, the Giants definitely are better on the running defense, so they made sure to clamp down on that so that they would have to force Darnold into the air. And maybe that is the strategy. Maybe this team is bad enough that they can do that. Um, I don't think I'm ready for that yet, um, but I definitely don't like where the Panthers are, especially since they were 3-0 and now they've lost four straight. I also... I'm not sure, but it feels like their early schedule could have been easier than we initially thought. And maybe Darnold looked better for it. And now it's like, you know, it's kind of the middle of the season. Things are kind of, you know, maybe things wear on you a little bit. We're kind of we're kind of being shown like the Sam Darnold that we kind of saw kind of on the Jets, you know. Um, it, It wasn't maybe all the Jets fault there. Like, maybe it was just a talent thing. Um, I mean, they're very motivated, right? Like, they're, they're, they're a team that could really make a push for the playoffs in the short term. Um, they're one of those teams. They have, like, all those pieces. Um, so I can imagine that they want to win now more so than, let's say, like, Miami, right? Um, mm. And that said... Wait, the team that's 1-6 isn't trying to win now, you think? That's right. I do think so. Shocker. Um, um, I mean, I just mean like they're in a position where it seems like they're set up for like a win now compared to the Dolphins who okay, seem to have like sure. a longer. They're road. more win now, and if that were the case, yeah, that means that they reasonably should want to go for Watson. And I not, just, I mean, it's not just going for Watson, but it's, it's that they need Darnold to perform now. Like they can't wait for him to develop further and further. Yeah, like sure. this is his best team that he's had, and he's still kind of struggling, right? I mean, so it's weird because normally it would take, like, time to get better with chemistry with your team and whatnot. And but they were doing pretty well as is. Um, Yeah, obviously Jets at Panthers was easy and Panthers at Texans was easy. Um, Saints at Panthers, I mean, we definitely thought it was a tougher game at the time. Now we know the Saints are certainly more mid than anything else and they're going to have their ups and downs but like I, I I only think that really this loss of their four game streak was like the most disappointing one um, you know I think that like uh, you don't expect them to win against the Cowboys and Vikings went to overtime and Darnold like put sub- some clutch performance near the end um, 
But yeah, this is the loss that's really bad. So I guess maybe they do have to rethink things, but they did say before this game that obviously they're sticking with him. And uh, I don't know what price they're going to demand out of Houston. Um, I mean, I've heard rumors, of course, that the Dolphins are going to give up maybe like three first rounders for Deshaun Watson. I myself probably wouldn't want to deal with Watson at all just because of the legal issues. But uh, hey, if you want to win football, you got to win football. I've also heard that people are really going for Deshaun Watson, but that could be an indication that they know more than we as the public do. Maybe maybe it's more frivolous than than the public like knows at this point, and maybe that's why teams are going for him so aggressively. Yeah, I'm that's fair sure. enough. That's fair. Um, also, even if the legal issues are still dealing with, um, I'm pretty sure that they said that uh, Watson is cleared to play for now, yeah. at the very least. So yeah. who knows? Maybe you give up three first rounders just to get one game out of him. <laughs> kind of like how Antonio Brown played a single game That's for the right. Patriots last year. That's well, not right. two years ago. Was it? It feels yeah, so long ago. It was two years ago. Yeah, two okay. Years ago. Um, anyways, so next game we have up is uh, Chiefs at Titans. This was our money game. Mm-hmm. And this was... Not even close. I mean, I picked the Titans to win, but this was a shocker. So, so last week I said, um, very on the record, if the Chiefs don't win... This game, they're not making the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. It's done. Wow. It's done. They're not I'm making the playoffs. So what do you do? Um well what would will you do some will this be your big baller bet? Will you do something? Well, I don't know if it would be appropriate to dress up as a chief. Mm, I guess that's true. Um but, but you're Indian, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a different kind of chief. Bro. Oh, sorry, yeah. that's wrong. <laughs> um, um, I think you know. Well, we could think of a different punishment for you, but I think sure. you should go for this as your big baller bet. Yeah, this is, I'm, this is I'm truly down. Big baller. I'm down. You uh, know, I'm sure, I was. I'm sure Carrie won't be upset with this one compared to mine. <laughs> I was so I was so um, aggressive about the Chiefs last year, like in terms of you know, I liked them that much that. I was I put like multiple bets on them to win the Super Bowl and stuff, and it didn't work out. Like they made it to the Super Bowl at least. Like it wasn't a war, it wasn't that bad of a bet, but um, I did lose. And now I'm very much off the Chiefs to the point where I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And we'll see if we'll see if they uh, prove me wrong again. I guess we'll see. I think uh, I think it's Patty, over. I think Patty Mahomes takes that personally, and he's gonna. <laughs> get to the playoffs just to spite you. If uh, if Patty Mahomes literally makes it to the playoffs because I said this and he heard that, I would be honored. So it's good. I'm okay with that. But let's actually just talk about the game. You know, yeah. This is first of all, um, just to talk about how inept the Chiefs' performance was overall. So the first game this year that uh, Mahomes didn't get at least two passing touchdowns, and the 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 the, the numbers say he got zero. I'm not really sure. But yeah, I think he got zero. Yeah, he got they, zero. Yeah, that's uh, obviously with a twenty-seven to three, it's hard to fit a touchdown in there. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, not a single touchdown. First game in his career without a touchdown. Yeah, um, it, I don't even know how to explain what happened because, because, okay, if they had scored like seventeen, right, it would still be reasonable. To the point where you can th- maybe have some takeaways and be like, okay, like 
I still would have been like the Chiefs aren't going to make the playoffs, but it would have been like okay, at least like at least like they aren't that bad. This seems so bad that's unbelievable. And I mean, obviously this I mean, they're not going to score zero touchdowns like consistently, but this seems like almost kind of a fluke in some ways. Like mm. the fact that it was such a blowout. Um so I I would say I would say really like there aren't as many takeaways for this game as one might think. Um, however, you know, this is again the same pattern as last week, the week before this entire season, right? It's the same thing over and over again. The Chiefs offense has not looked good because it's too risky, there's too many turnovers, and the defense has gotten worse. So the team overall is just not good. Um, and maybe that'll change. Because I, I always thought, you know, turnovers are something that you can coach and try to try to make sure they, they're limited, but they haven't been limited. So it's hard to know what's going on and how they're going to turn things around. Yeah, um, turnovers are tough. Um, I think, I mean, some of it is teachable. Some of it is random and it just keeps be random. I think in terms of, like, regression to, like, what should have been happening, this is just stuff that should have been happening for the Chiefs probably for a while. And that's just, like, blowing up in their face this year. Overkill. Um, I would say, like, at least two turnovers were kind of unnecessary. Just because, like, one... Okay, one was a hit... Uh, I couldn't even really tell, but an interception that Pat Mahomes threw wasn't, like, uh, taken away really well by the defense. It was just more that either the his receiver dropped it or, it like, hit someone's helmet and then it just bounced properly to land in a defender's hands. And then there was, the, at the very end of the game, there was the McCole Hardman turnover, where basically he just, like, lobbed the ball forward, like, at n- near the end zone. I mean, I think that this team has just uh, been uh, very demoralized, and now that the, 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 their willpower to try and not be sloppy is, is gone, for the most part. Um, and not to mention that, I mean, Mahomes seems fine, but... He, he cleared concussion protocol, but he took a big hit in the fourth quarter. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely not a good position to be where the Chiefs are. I'm not, I'm not going to say that they're out of the playoffs yet just because we all know how important offense is, and I feel like if any offense turnaround could happen, it would probably be under the young goat of Pat Mahomes. But, uh, yeah, very, very sad performance. I think the big takeaway is just line play. Um, mm-hmm. The Chiefs' O line is very bad. Really um, bad. They thought that they solved it. Um, you know, they traded for Orlando Brown from the the Ravens, and they sent over like three picks for him. And maybe he is playing fine. I can't really tell. But like blocking was bad. Um, and Mahomes isn't as elusive in the pocket. It kind of seems. Um, and- uh, I don't know. Like. I think when the O-line is that bad, it's hard to tell. I think he's really good. I think he's, like... I I, I mean, I don't think... But the thing is, I feel like their O-line was always kind... Okay, their O-line was better. It's been better. But it was better before. But, like, it wasn't wasn't really even that good, like, during their peak production a few years ago. It wasn't that good, but this seems worse or something. Like, ever since the Super Bowl, right? It seems like he's been... As long as you have, like, a minimum threshold of protection, I guess, you can do it. But without that, maybe it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I, mean, thought it was kind of a I thought it was kind of linear, but no, you're right. Like, 
That's a threshold slight thing. drop of production yeah, uh, yeah. production in in blocking can be catastrophic. As For we've sure. Been seeing. For sure. It's um, it's very Boolean, it seems like. Yeah. And then also I think the Titans defense really stepped up on their line, their defensive line. Um Harold Landry's been having the best year of his career, and they're getting to the they're getting to the passer. Um, if you can throw a pass on them, you know, generally speaking, you're more than good to go, but uh, they are doing what they can to get to the quarterback. And I was also, I was very impressed by how well they did that to Mahomes, even if the line is bad, just because the Titans defense has been on the uptrend and this was their best performance of the, actually no, probably the Bills performance, maybe it was an overall better performance. Um, but yeah, their secondary still isn't it, which is why I thought if any team could expose it, it's the Chiefs. But yeah, um, there's not much else to say with that game. So I think we're ready to take it to Falcons at Dolphins, another team potentially that is interested in Deshaun Watson. That's right. Um, again, I think we kind of both predicted this. Obviously, we both picked the Falcons here. Um your reason was probably a little bit different than mine, right? Um, but yeah, what was your reason? Well, my reason was generally just if the Falcons, yeah, Dolphins bad, but also like if this is if there's any week for Matt Ryan to perform is this week, and at least he like, I mean they got the dub, so at least there's that. But I, I mean this is more or less expected for me. Like there are no big surprises. Tua looks good, but. I would trade for Deshaun Watson if I could. If Tua looks good, why do you trade for Deshaun Watson? Because Watson is that much better. I don't know if Tua is like at that level. Okay, but okay, so this team is one in six, and they're going to be presumably one in seven after facing the Bills um, this week. Mm-hmm. So, like, why trade for a quarterback now and give up three draft picks when you can improve Tua? I think Tua can be improved. Well, do you think he'll ever be at the level that Deshaun is? I think. Uh, you think it's too much of a risk given Deshaun's too much of a risk to, for the Deshaun's legal issues, and I think you know Tua can be comparable to Deshaun. I don't think that like Deshaun's in a different stratosphere, honestly. Really, I think he is. I think he's great. Okay. Maybe. But, um, fair enough. But yeah. I mean, Tua has had his issues, right? Like he he last year he didn't look that great either. Sure, but he had no he had no off season before, and he's been dealing with okay. injury issues. Look, I, I I don't think he's had yeah injuries fortuitous. count though. Yeah, yeah, but he has enough had a fortuitous start to his career. I just think that he can turn it around, and I thought he made plenty of good reads last uh, week against the Falcons. Um, they they were down twenty seven fourteen, and he got them to score. His team just needed a stop at that point. And they wouldn't do that. I, yeah, I, that's. I mean, yeah, the defense could have uh, could have been better. I think. Um, and not only that, I mean, like their lo- their offensive line in general has been quite bad. Um, that's why. I mean, like when it did collapse a few times during this game, it led to catastrophic results. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, like when Tua didn't get protected and kind of got tripped, he threw like an interception, almost like he was trying to pass to the defensive player. Yeah. Um. It was really bad, and he got like sandwiched up against his lineman. I'm su- surprised he even threw it as far as he did, but uh, it's just the situation hasn't been good for him. So I guess you know maybe 
he'd be better somewhere else. But I don't think that the Dolphins in general should give up, especially at the price that ostensibly would be for Deshaun and the risk that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Right. That being said, um, yeah, I think w- just on top of the quarterbacks, I think Matt Ryan played pretty well as is. I don't think that, uh, you know, I'm happy that they not like happy in terms of like, just, I, I think it was the right decision at least not to draft a quarterback this year. Um, because well, Matt Ryan's looked fine and Kyle Pitts is amazing. Kyle Pitts is amazing. Yes. I still think quarterbacks are too valuable to not draft one, like, looking back. Because Matt, like, what? Matt Ryan is going to be good for, at most, two more years. Maybe, like, well, at most one more year after this year, I would say. Like, he, he's already waning. And I, I for, for me, like, I probably still would have gone to the quarterback because there's so many that, that are good and that are producing. But... You know, Pitts obviously is, is really good now. Ever since that, um, ever since uh, uh, Ridley was out that game last week or something, he's like yeah. he's like good. So they've probably included him a lot more and started realizing yeah. how to use him. So, and moreover, they play him like a lot of people were saying what they have to. They were playing him on the outside like a yeah, wide receiver. That's right. So he's just a massive target. Like that's right. If, if we think Mike Williams is big, now let's just have Kyle Pitts on the outside. Mm-hmm. That's a right. matchup nightmare. And also, I mean, Matt Ryan, again, they threw, he threw some really good ball. It wasn't just a, um, Pitts making the play. It's Matt Ryan getting the ball there so he can make the play. And he threw into really some tight windows because Miami secondary is actually decent. You know, it's just that, like, there were injuries. Xavier Howard was back this game. He had a really good takeaway from Ridley, actually, um, when they were rolling around. But, uh, yeah, I, I think, I mean, while the Dolphins are over this year, I don't think it's over for Tua with them. Fair enough. Um, okay, let's let's move on. Uh, Bengals at Ravens was insane. Like, wow, the Bengals are the Bengals are the are are really skyrocketing up the power rankings this week. I bet. Mm. Big game, big game, right? So you see, obviously, the emergence of. Not even the emergence, I guess, but like just the solidification of that burrowed chase combo. That was a big story, right? Um, they looked amazing, and it the Ravens. The Ravens honestly were a little bit disappointing. I don't know what what you have to say about the Ravens. The Bengals. I'm not sure if this says more about the Bengals or less about the Ravens, but I think it says more about the the Bengals overall, personally. Yeah, I think this is actually more about the Ravens. Um, last week, they played a really good game against the Chargers. Um, but if you take out that game, this has been a really poor passing defense for the Ravens overall. I mean, they let Carson Wentz have the most passing yards of his career, I'm pretty sure. The very least, most with the Colts this year. Um, and uh, one thing that in particular that's really bad is their tackling. Um, because uh, more than half of Joe Burrow's uh, air yards, his passing yards, were after the catch. And uh, more, like, I think it was, a, I think the running backs in total got, like, um, something around 120 to 130 rushing yards. And I think of that, more than 100 total was after contact. So it's just that 
guys aren't making tackles. Um, you know, our friend Rob, who was on the podcast before, has told me about how bad Ravens tackling has been. And, like, I didn't really believe him. Then I saw this game. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's absolutely brutal. Um, there was, like, one time where I think Ozoma made a guy miss. But for the most part, it was just Ravens missing out there. Like, on that Jamar Chase 82-yard touchdown, there were, like, four guys that should have gotten the tackle on him. And, yeah, Jamar did a, a spin move. But, like, the spin shouldn't be enough if you're tackling properly because a spin doesn't move you that far, like, horizontally. So, yeah, it was just bad defense, I think, more than anything. I think Lamar played – Lamar didn't play very well, for sure. But uh, it was weird because, I mean, for the first uh, less than half, um, you know, it was a game. You saw that Marquise Brown touchdown. Um, no. He was running that out was of the end zone. And that's why he's Hollywood because he – he can do something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he messes up a lot on the way too, but he does mm-hmm. Hollywood plays like that, and that's why. It was a good throw. It was a good throw, and he's had good throws to Mark Andrews too. I I think Mark Andrews wasn't included enough in the game for some reason after the first few drives. Um, but yeah, Lamar, I think the problem is that uh, while Lamar can air it out, um, it only works if they have like uh, – you know, some confident running game. Um, because they're obviously down to... I mean, they, didn't have, they had none of these running backs on their roster when the season started, which is proof of how far things have gone. But uh, it's... Besides Williams. But, like, if their yards per carry, I think, on the season is, like, 3.5. Whereas uh, um, J.K. Dobbins was getting six yards a carry last year. And Gus Edwards was getting five yards a carry. Even Mark Ingram was getting like four point something yards per carry. So it's just uh, a lot of uh, disappointment for me. Yeah, Bengals look good, but anything can happen against a divisional team. And I think that the Bengals are they're gonna they're gonna regress back to the mean soon because their defense is pretty bad. But uh, their defense. You know, for what it's worth, did they got five sacks on Lamar. So, again, that's good for the Bengals. But on the flip side, I think it's just that uh, the Ravens' O-line had a really bad day. O-line matters is what we're learning. That's crazy, right? <laughs> okay. Never did I think that mattered. Let's go. Lions at uh, Rams. So the we both Jared the... off revenge game. Yes, yes. And um, we both think the Rams here. The Rams do win. But, uh, I don't know. It felt, uh, you know, it, it did feel like closer than it should have been, in my opinion. Um, sure. I don't know if you felt the same, but it, it did feel closer. I'm, I'm not exactly sure why, because the Rams, it didn't seem like the Rams were particularly bad. Yeah. So they I'm not really sure. Really bad, but I think for one I think their defense overall has taken a step back. Um, I, I think the Lions were also just very underestimated. Um, you know, they're 0-6. Um, Stafford is generally balling out. They probably didn't put much time on this one just because they think that like they can take it easy. Um, but that was a problem, and they let the Lions go up 10-0. 
in particular, uh, I think the Lions just had some really good ways to throw it up with trick plays. You know, they had two fake punts that were both successful at fourth down conversions. And, uh, I mean, that's remarkable. And they also got an onside kickoff successfully <clears throat> because, well, one, teams never do it then. You never do it in the first quarter. But I think it was a good call because you can't trust the Lions' defense. And that's kind of exactly what we saw. Once the Lions were stuck playing defense, you know, that's why the Rams won. But, ooh, on offense, they're actually pretty potent if they have the chance. I will say um, a lot of great, like you said, great calls. Knowing that your defense is bad. If you're the Lions and if you're if you're a team that is bad and you don't trust your team's talent, you gotta take some risks. And at least if you're trying to win games, right? Like obviously there's an argument of just tanking. But if you're trying to win games as a bad team, you have to take a lot of risks, like that onside kick, like that fake or those two two fake punts. Um, great, amazing. Like that's how you should be playing the game. Um, there's no reason not to, right? What What is there to lose? The worst case scenario is they get the ball and, okay, they're going to score anyways. Like, you might as well go for it. And I love that. I love the game. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of innovation. Like, I, I was I was very surprised with the ingenuity and the and the, the boldness to make those play calls, I would yeah, say. That was I think my main Dan thing. Campbell is actually developing a very interesting and honestly good culture in Detroit. Um, as a member of the NFC North, I don't like saying that because if they become good on talent and good on mentality, that's going to be a problem. But the mentality is there. I mean, they're, besides TJ Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift, I mean, a lot of their team is like is that are were considered has-beens or maybe even never was, like with Jared Goff. And Khalif Raymond, like, never had a significant career. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I mean, he was on the Titans as a bench, like a wide receiver three at best for three seasons. But now he's been Jared Goff's wide receiver one. Part of it's due to injuries of Terrell Williams and Quintus Cephas. Sure, but, like, when they get the opportunities, they ball. And, yeah, uh, yeah I think that this is a team that uh, has a win – coming very soon to them and uh, if they can keep this culture up i think things look good um i certainly wouldn't i would be very upset if the detroit front office got rid of campbell just because of a bad record because you gave him nothing to work with yeah yeah i mean those are those are definitely like some good points i would say i would say overall it's um it's just like the this is the one game I would say, although it wasn't very close, not many games were very close this week, and this was one of the more interesting games overall. Um, yeah, because actually, I mean that's true. But yeah, yeah go ahead. I mean, it actually was pretty close. It was twenty five nineteen, and then you're right through a, a, an end zone interception. You're right. You're right. It, it, it that would have been uh twenty. That would have been a, a game. I mean, that was a. a, a a winnable game or at least a tie for the, yeah. the lions i mean yeah. it was a close game it just ended with a field goal and then they, sure. they fizzled out at the end they fizzled lions out the lions can't haven't been keeping up their energy and their mentality for full games and that's their problem 
Well, maybe just because it, it is just so grating, right? To, it, it is to get, so. I, I totally yeah. get it. Yeah. I totally get it. It's just that's. I mean, that's why it happens. But overall, a really good effort, I would say. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Uh, Colts at Niners. We both have Colts here. We're both right. Um, Even though Vegas didn't think we'd be right. Suck yeah, it, Vegas. That's right. Um, Wentz, uh, Wentz looked okay, I guess. But I'm still, like, pretty scared of him. Like, he had a really bad interception. He was, uh, I think he was, like, throwing out of a sack. But it was, like, the weakest throw. It was, like, the most yeah. pathetic throw. I, I, I think... He, I think he lost control during that. I don't think that was like obviously his intended throw. Um, well, I don't think it was his intended throw, but I think the fact that he decided to throw it at all is like an issue there. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I, I think that's fair. I, I, yeah, he could have just thrown it away rather than well, like try and make a play. How many times this season have we seen someone throw out of a sack only to get it intercepted? Uh, we've seen it pretty often. Yeah. People need to stop doing that. I mean, okay, so that's definitely the part. Wentz is very risky. Um, he is very um, risky for the biscuit we've been seeing. And he's he took, like, so many uh, RPOs when he carried the ball to just get a few yards that, like, I am worried about his health. Carson Wentz has not been a healthy man throughout his career. Um, that being said, I think they performed well and they did things well. Because, like, while I was watching the game, like, those were some of the most convincing fakes I see. Like I, I think Jonathan Taylor is supposed to be carrying the ball every time. So when Wentz gets in, gets his yards, I mean, I'm actually shocked. Um, I'm actually impressed. But I don't think it's – I think they definitely need to do more to de- keep him just in the pocket and, like, you know, just develop their team that way. Because, like, they have Pittman and uh, Jonathan Taylor can be in the passing game and they have Naeem Hines and – and Zach Pascal is he's he's decent. Um, I think that there's enough there that as long as you protect him in the O line, that he could stay in the pocket a lot more. Part of it was that this was Quentin Nelson's first game back um, after being on IR for a bit, um, so he wasn't up to shape. I think their line in general wasn't fully up to shape, but um, I, I think there's clearly better days. And when you're less than great day. Is a as a thirty eighteen win over the Niners on the road? I think you know you're gonna take that. Yeah, I mean for sure it was definitely a good performance. So I'll give them that. What does it say about the Niners though? Uh, Niners, I think it says that uh, they were right to draft a quarterback. Um, <laughs> you know, I I honestly, I mean, I think you know all things considered, like Matt Ryan has probably played better than uh, Jimmy Garoppolo has played. Um, and, uh, Trey Lance, I mean, hopefully he is the future. I mean, I just know that Garoppolo doesn't look like he's the future right now. Here, um, he, here's the thing, right? It, it, Jimmy G is definitely the better quarterback right now. Yes. The, the main issue is the Trey Lance pick is not looking good. That's, that's the, that's the issue. They trade up for that pick and they got a quarterback that they're not using. And that they can't use because he's worse than their real starter. I mean, sometimes you draft guys to develop them. Sure. But at some point, you have to start winning games. And Shanahan uh, is known as like the best play caller, right? Like That's like his thing. He's like really good with the X's and O's, his offense especially. Mm-hmm. Do you think that maybe he's just more of an offensive coordinator 
rather than a head coach. Um, maybe. I definitely think he might you know, be. He might be, you know, underqualified. In some sense, I don't think he's underqualified. Okay, look, a head coach doesn't like they're offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators for a reason. Um, you know, the head coach doesn't have to design everything himself, and he took this team to a Super Bowl, and he took the. Yeah, he took this team as like as a head coach to the Super Bowl. He also obviously took the Falcons as an OC to the Super Bowl. So I do think he's a better offense coordinator than defense coordinator. Literally no one in the world is questioning that, I'm pretty sure. But you just have to remember, injuries, injuries, injuries. They've lost so many guys this year. Even, like, you said that Trey Lance, they can't just play him. I mean, Trey Lance was literally injured, too. I mean, he has a knee injury. Um, Jimmy G was out the one week that Trey played a lot. I mean, this whole point was they were trying to be a slow development of Trey Lance, but they obviously wanted the guy that they really liked the prospects of so that, yeah, they had to deal a high draft pick for it. Um, I think that, you know, with uh, 12, certainly, it would have been too low to get him Um, because, I mean, the Bears had to draft Fields at 11, and uh, I just think that it's going to take time. I'm not worried about it yet. It's just that the injury bug has been truly unfair to the Niners. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm I'm with you there. I will say though, like we've got to see it at some point. Like it's been it's been a while since they've looked good. Is all. Yeah, fair enough. I think it's fair, um, but I think it's going to get better. Um, yeah. Health only is bad for so long, and uh, this team had enough good pieces that like like Elijah Mitchell played really well. Um, but then what was the Trey Sermon pick for, right? So, like, that, that was a complete Elijah miss. Mitchell was also picked before. Yeah, but I, he, mean, I get it, but there's no reason to pick Trey Sermon, right? That was a waste. But, okay, you, you can't know that Elijah Mitchell is going to become that good that fast. No one anticipated that. Okay. And that's and, – but clearly through training camp, they saw something that they liked. I mean, it's all – football is just so situational. I mean, guys that uh, – were undrafted can come to teams and they realize, Oh, we actually have a stud here. It's just that he never got the right situation. And that's probably what happened with, uh, Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell went to, I'm pretty sure university of Louisiana Lafayette. Um, Trey Sermon went to well, Ohio state. You know, you got to draft the power five guys earlier, even. And there you think you're going to get them known commodity when you get those guys. And with the lower picks from smaller programs, it's always about upside. Elijah Mitchell just really delivered and then some. And also, it's because of the the Mostert injury really helped Mitchell a lot more than it helped Sermon because Mitchell's a lot more comparable to Roast, Mostert as a back. So it's because of the injury opened things up for him. If it was the Mostert show, I'm pretty sure Trey Sermon would be getting a lot more usage. All right. But yeah. With that, so that's, we'll, yeah. Go ahead. I want to do it. You always <laughs> get to do it. I'm wrapping it up. Fine, you got it. You got it. So yeah, that's that was all the games. Um, Anish and I, over the record, we were tied nine four in terms of games called correctly. And just for recap, both of us called Broncos, Panthers, and Ravens wrong. Anish called Chiefs wrong. I called Eagles wrong. But I made money because I I mm-hmm. called the the Titans over the Chiefs. Yeah. So. Boom, Anish. So what does that make? I think I'm down 10 and you're, you're down up 20. 10. No, um, 
I'm up 10. The way you have to think about it, wait. I, I, I'm honest, I think yeah, I'm up 10. I think you're neutral, maybe, because you got an extra 10 bucks from Rob. Oh, you think I'm neutral? I think you're neutral, actually. Because okay. I'm up 10 for sure. Well, someone fact check us if someone's keeping track. Someone can fact check us for sure. Um, but yeah. Okay. Fantasy um, Corner? Fantasy Corner. Okay. So, what, do you, what do you have for us? My team is 6 1, man. I'm mm. chilling. Mm-hmm. ESPN says I have a 99% chance of making the playoffs. Damn. Okay. That's how you know. That's, That's when, you know. when ESPN tells you something, it's 100% true. Yes, so. exactly. Exactly, man. Um, how was last week for you? Last week was good. I, my, my week was oh, my week was like all right. Um, I sure could have done better, you know. But like my team did more than enough. I mean, especially because I, the team I was facing underperformed. Um, my team was pretty hurt by by Mageddon, um, as many others were. Um, so like I ended up playing Allen Robinson, for example, and that's something I certainly don't hope to continue to do moving forward. But uh, AJ Brown had a game, so it, it counteracted that. Um, JT had a game. Um, my team's always been deep, so that's like we always thought that buys would be good for me. So that's why I was fine. I would have lost a, a, a plenty of teams this week still. Like I would have lost to Hunter also, just barely, um, because of Allen Robinson SMH. But yeah. like. Uh, I, the man got 1.6 points against one of the league's worst passing defense. I don't have words for that. Um, yeah, that's Fields. I really hope he's going to be better in the long term. But goodness, for short term, both for fantasy and real life, it's not pretty. Um, but yeah, I, I played well. And, uh, you know, I'm going to assume I'm going to continue playing well. I have some easy, I have a pretty easy schedule down the line, I think. In terms of fantasy matchups, what about so you? yeah, for me, um, so we we talked about last week. Bymagenin was going to destroy me. Seven of my players were on buy, right? That's more players than you can even fit on your bench in our league. We only have six people uh, on our bench. It's true. I mean, I guess I there's to, IR, but fair enough. Yeah, but I had to drop Chenault, which broke my heart because I drafted him, and I was like. I dropped him like well before, but then once uh, Chark got injured, I was like, "Oh, maybe there's hope," and and you know, there there he's been pretty bad. So that that experiment is over over with. Um, my team uh, had to start AJ Dillon, Malcolm Brown, and Ramondre Stevenson, and Mo Ali Cox, um, and Rondale Moore. So it was a rough week. Uh, I ended up scoring sixty points, sixty six points in standard, which uh, I shouldn't have expected any anymore, honestly. Um, I mean, but I ended up losing. I'm two and five, and now I gotta win pretty much every every single game from here on out to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So it's not looking nice. Good. That is not looking good at all. Um, yeah. Um, do you have any regrets based on where your team is now? The the thing is, I still don't really know what happened. I I feel like I had. Maybe the be- the worst pick for me was Keenan, honestly. But honestly, maybe yeah. No one could have known that Mike Williams would pop off just randomly, like to the extent that he has. I mean, to the extent that he has, no. I definitely thought it'd be a good year for him, but like, yeah, fair enough. I th- and also, I mean, like, not to 
make it seem like I know everything. In hindsight, we even if Mike Williams would be great, we all thought Keenan would be great too. Like yeah, our entire league thing. was so mad when Anish somehow got Keenan still because we were thinking that he couldn't get a a single good wide receiver in the draft because he had spent so much effort on. I picked three running backs in my first uh, three rounds. Wait, did you pick Monty before Keenan? I did. Really. Well, he was yeah. going there. He was going around. No, he's there. going there, but like Keenan was going like, uh, even better, you know. Expected. No, he wasn't. He wasn't, but he did fall to me. He did fall no, to I me. Know. I know, right? I know, but Keenan had a, uh, a a smaller, lower number ADP. Like he was getting picked first over Monty generally. What? Oh, was he really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, interesting. I cannot believe I got him then. I don't think that's yeah. true, but maybe. I mean, he was definitely getting picked as a wide receiver one. Yeah, I mean, I thought he was a wide receiver one, too. Um, yeah. And I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I made a trade with Toma. Um, I got Deontay. Hopefully, that'll help. Yeah. Uh, but Knox is out now, too. Like, ugh, I don't know. My team is supposed to be so good on paper, right? But, I like, mean, they're just not performing. Okay, Knox was kind of a, a flash in the pan. You know, that was – I mean, it was go- it looked like it was serious, but that was a very recent development. You obviously didn't try to get a tight end. I mean, I think it's fair to, like, not – try for it especially if you're not going to get like three guys basically. yeah yeah i mean i i specifically picked tight end last because i was like i'm just punting on the position um and, and i don't really blame you for punting on the position yeah i mean i got i ended up like picking up Knox off waivers so it was like fine um no, i mean yeah no one was drafting Knox. yeah um but yeah it's it's definitely tough um i think my me thinking about like what you could have done i mean I'm not sure. I, I don't really regret anything from your... If I were in your shoes, I guess maybe I would have, you know, valued players differently and drafted differently and then traded. But that's just so far away removed, I can't really say that. I think you did well and you're a good manager in fantasy. It's just uh, sometimes luck isn't on your side and that's basically what happened this year. Yeah. Um, whereas Toma, Toma is like very aggressive about trading with me this week. His man is five and two, and it pisses me off because he's the PA. lowest PF in our league. So yeah, he, he has the lowest PA, has yeah. the lowest PF, and also maybe not lowest. It's like he's away by maybe fifteen he, points. Yeah, but yeah, also is the lowest PA. Yeah, yeah. So by he's far and lowest. And his team is disgusting. Yeah, his team is so bad. I hate it. I hate how bad his team is because I actually do want to trade with him, but I can't because his team is that bad. And then, like, he demands super high value for yeah. the only guys that are worth it. Yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah, this, I, this man, I mean, that's what you're going to get when you get a guy that drafts a tight end in the first round. Oh, my God. I told him, too. He traded with me, right? He traded with me to move yeah. up in the first round. I was like, don't pick Kelsey, please. And he picks Kelsey. And I'm like, dude, you're going to regret that. And he's regretting because he he's starting DeAndre Swift and then Tony Pollard. <laughs> like, that's his starting running backs. Pollard's it's, the GOAT, man. I mean... Pollard yeah. is better than Miles Sanders now. Yeah. So there's at least that. I I very much don't like it. I, I've tried making trades with him too. Um, but yeah, the, the price has just been ridiculous. He's like, yeah, I would need Eckler or Taylor, man. I don't really see any way around it. Like, dude, look at your running backs. Why would I help you? Yeah. I mean, it's just not going to work. You know, yeah. I'm tr- I, running backs. This is standard, my guy. Um, you just can't value players that way. Yeah. The, the thing is for me, like, hopefully, hopefully things will turn around. Because at least I have Dalvin now, and I'll have Madison even if Dalvin ever gets injured. Najee's looking better. 
Keenan has to look better at some point. Like, I have to think that at some point he's going to, like, do something uh, just out of positive regression. Um, yeah. Hopkins has looked okay. Deontay's okay. Um, so we'll see. Bucks defense, hopefully. The Bucks defense has been disappointing because they've lost all their uh, defensive backs. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. They were never that great on the pass. It was always the pass rush anyways. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, For it's sure. just bad now. Yeah, I mean... I think your team, you know, obviously still looks good. I mean, despite – I mean, you're still projected over 100 easily. And Keenan yeah. Allen, I, I, I think you're right that Keenan Allen gets better. It, it just looks bad because of the lack of touchdowns. Yeah, um, that's really what it especially is. Especially the first three weeks. I mean, the first four weeks – really every week besides Baltimore, he's gotten more than 10 targets a game on average. So I, the volume's there. Mm-hmm. It's just the volume's scoring. There. And the it's, he's, he needs. I mean, he's the problem. Is he gets shallow passes. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, so, I mean, Mike Williams. To be fair, like he's stepped up, so I'll give it to him. But it has not. It has not uh, been been healthy for my team. It's not been healthy for your team, no. Okay. Um, but yeah, we will revisit next week and yeah, hopefully we'll see. I'll be playing Michael, so we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, now that he got Marvin Jones Jr., maybe he's gonna <laughs> score. 25 points on you who knows yeah exactly i would be surprised yeah i mean he he went up against carrie carrie's the unluckiest man in the world michael had the lowest record and the lowest pf and then michael has the highest scoring week against carrie because he's gonna continually have the highest pa somehow yeah he has 800 as his pa no team has 800 no team has 800 i have the second highest pa but it's not even 800 so yeah yeah. All <laughs> okay, right. Let's go. Let's look over at uh, our predictions for the week eight. So here uh, we actually have a lot of differences, which yeah, is good. At least uh, that means this week will hopefully content, be a lot better. Content, content, content. content yeah. Um, okay. So we'll kind of just go down the list. Uh, Packers at Cardinals. Uh, I have the Packers here. You have the cards. I have the Packers here partially because I'm a homer. A quote unquote. I mean, you're a total homer. Yeah, but also... At least you're a good fan of your team. Uh, but also, I, I think they have a chance. I really think they have a chance. And You do know that, basically, Devontae isn't playing, right? Y- yeah, but I believe that they have a chance. I feel like if anyone Even has a chance... Even without Devontae and Alan Lazard, they have a I think, I think wide receivers are overrated. Okay, so... We don't need Devontae. When, when I attend Anisha's funeral, we just I, I, I'm not. Go, I'm going to suggest that for the epitaph because <laughs> I don't think wide receivers are overrated when, when you have Devontae Adams. No, I think you, enough. as a Packers fan, should know just that. No, I know. He is I a just... massive part of their target share always, and like the next man up is has never been close. MVS might be back, and if he's their wide receiver one, at least he's probably better than Lazard. I think I can't even tell. Um, it's hard to say. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not going to be a good day for the Packers. It's going to be a great day, in fact. I can't wait. It's going to be a great day to be a Bears fan, that's for sure. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I just think the Cards take this one away. I mean, they are fully healthy, and they're getting Chandler Jones back. um, And I would have, even if teams were both healthy, I'd take Cards. Um, Packers defense and offense are worse. Both sides of the ball are worse, and... Yeah, that's. I'm not going to explain that further. Uh, Bengals at Jets. We both took Bengals. Um, 
Easy enough. Do you wanna do you wanna say a counter case for the Jets? Is there a counter case? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just that, you know, somehow the Bengals could decide, oh, we're just gonna take this week off after our such a No way, great no percent. chance. The Bengals are legit. That's I that's really what I think. I think they're legit. Just because a team's legit doesn't mean they don't take days off. Like I think the Rams took the game off last week basically. Maybe they still won. Maybe. So yeah. This is a big one. Titans at Colts. Yeah. So this is actually our, our bet for the week. Uh, it's pretty even overall. So we're just going to go straight up. I have the Titans. You have the Colts. I uh, I mean, obviously the Colts here are the home team. So maybe that makes a difference. I would say the Titans are the Titans are so good, dude. I can't believe I was so off on them at the beginning of the season. I was so down on them. But they I mean, you were down on them when they ended up facing the the league's best team. We just didn't know they were the best team. You mean who who are they? They playing? faced the cards week one. Okay. I mean, I, I don't even convince that the cards are the best team still. Hmm. The Rams could be the, the best team still. Okay. But sure. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm happy you'd say that. Um I have yeah, to I mean, say it this week at least. That's fair. Um, oh yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. All right then. Even even if the Cards weren't the best team in the league, they're still better than the Packers. Baby. <laughs> um, yeah, um, Titans have looked really good lately. I think that uh, this is ultimately going to get over their heads. Still, like winning twenty seven to three against the Chiefs, uh, that's just going to shoot their egos up way too much. And they already beat the Colts uh, earlier in the year, but that was a home game. Mm. I think that. Uh, the Colts will won. They're a lot better now than they were the last time the Titans faced them. And then they also have home field. And, uh, yeah, I, I think the fact that the the offense has improved considerably for the Colts and the defense, I think that they're going to take care of the Titans on defense. And then it's just about a question of scoring enough. And, you know, I think they'll do it. Yeah, um, that's that's a fair point. I mean, obviously, it's like even on on most uh, bookies. So, I mean, there's sides to both there. So, I would say, you know, I go with Titans. I think the Titans are fun or more fun to root for. So, if if anything, I'll have more fun rooting for them. Mm. All right, that's fair. Um, yeah, I definitely like the Colts this week. I mean. I think that Taylor, I'm pretty sure Taylor Lewan is still hurt for the Titans too. And I really, I just really think that the their Tannehill is not going to get a good O-line to work with the way he did against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be the difference maker. So yeah. Uh, Rams at Texans. Um, yeah, I took Rams. Yeah, I took Rams no here. There. Yeah. Sorry, Texans. <laughs> You're not getting uh, another apology. Steelers at Browns. This was, uh, uh, this is interesting. I, I take Steelers. I pick the Browns, yeah. which I guess I, I okay, so the argument here is essentially the O line for the Browns matters a lot more than the running backs do. Is is the main takeaway from last week, right? Because mm-hmm. their third I don't like Dearness Johnson, their third yeah. stringer looked amazing. I have to assume it's because the O-line is that good. I can't, I, like, at some point, it's not just the talent over and over again, right? 
So at that point, it's like the Browns are good because of the O-line, not because of the running backs. So no matter who they have, they're going to be fine. And the Steelers have looked better, but I'm more I'm more confident in the Browns O-line than I am the Steelers O-line. And as we learned from last week, O-line matters a lot. So I'm going to go with the better O-line. That's my thought. Mm. Okay. I mean, fair enough on that. I think that, uh, well, one, the O-line still isn't uh, fully up to snuff um, because, uh, I mean, their guys were out, like two of their tackles were hurt or out last week, and they just won because, you know, the team they were facing was bad. Um, The Broncos were really bad, it seems. I thought, you know, they'd have some fight in their mouths, um, but didn't work out. Case Keenum also played well for what it's worth. Um, and maybe Baker's back. Even with all of that, um, Steelers had a full week of rest with their bye. So they've been planning out this game for two weeks now. And this is like they're fully healthy. And this is the best they're being all season. And they know that they have to play, you know, because their season's on the line this game. I think they are telling themselves if they lose this game, the season's over. Um, and the Steelers are just a better run organization and a more mature organization overall. And I'm going to give them the edge on all of that for why I say that they beat the Browns. Okay, that's fair. Eagles at Lions. Um, I have the Eagles, you have the Lions. Uh, this one was kind of a, I don't know, it was kind of a toss-up. I actually can see why you picked the Lions here, but you make your case. Um, I, I The Lions have a bye next week, I'm pretty sure. I really do not think that they want to go into their by an 08 schedule. So Dan Campbell is going to make his team pour his heart out to get a win because they've been getting, he's been pouring their heart out weeks and weeks in a row. Um, They lost to the Ravens by one. They almost tied against the Rams just now. Um, They had that huge comeback against the Lions. Even in week one, this team's always had heart. It's just been, the heart's just been staying there the whole time. They're not giving up, and I respect that attitude. The Eagles, on the other hand, are a team that is in the place to give up. Um, they're 2-5. and five. Um, I mean, I guess they're tied for second in their division, but that just says a lot more about the NFC least than it does about them. Um, but uh, it's just not good for them. I watched the, the Bucks game. They looked really bad. They have no identity. And basically, they score in, like, you know, when it doesn't matter. And this is going to be a game where I just don't think that they're going to say, right? Because, again, I think the Lions are going to just try so hard. And that the Eagles, as bad as they've been, would probably underestimate them. So, don't you think that the Lions have less to play for because they have no chance of making the playoffs? Um, but every game is a, is a show. Every game is about their ego. Every game, also guys are on contract years. In the NFL, they don't want to take games off, even if their team, like, overall would want to take it off. Because no individual player wants to have a bad performance. Um, that's why I think generally the taking the team, the team taking the day off is overkill, but I think that mostly goes into planning. We saw against the Rams, I mean, they were not making the playoffs either way at 0-6. Um, even the Bears were 3-3 coming into that week. So, like, there's no chance that they're making the playoffs. 
but they're still going to try their all because that's the culture that Dan Campbell's putting forward. So I Mm. think they have less to play for, but I think that's irrelevant. Okay, fair enough. Next is 49ers at Bears. Um, Yeah, I I might be a homer sometimes, but I'm not enough of a homer. I'm a bad fan, guys. Mm -hmm. I'm not enough of a homer to say that the Bears win against the Niners. It's possible. Oh, I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just not going to call it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, do you want to make the case for why the Bears will win just because I want to hear you make it? Uh, why would I ever do that? But also, yeah. the case the case is more against the Niners for me, if I'm being honest. It's not really mm, for the Bears. Okay. The Bears are probably better than, you know, I give them credit for, but also like the Niners, I I just I don't know. Like I feel like they should be perf- they're they're underperforming consistently at this point. Yeah. So Which is why this game is a Generally, I see it as a fix-it game. Mm. Set it right. Yeah, um, I hope I'm wrong, but don't think I will be. Um, it'll be interesting. Um, the nine, I, yeah, the Niners overall just has more than the Bears do right now. So we'll see. Um, Panthers at Falcons. Um, we're all just split on this one. Yeah, I have the Falcons. I, I, you have the Panthers. Yeah, why do you take the Falcons, man? They had a good week last week. They looked decent. Panthers, uh, Panthers have a lot going on. I feel like you, the. I mean, I have to assume the Deshaun Watson trade talks are real, and if they are, things are going to be really funky. And I don't know what will happen, um, and how that affects an organization, but I'm sure it does. And Sam Darnold did not look great, right? He got benched, and. That has to affect him in some way. He'll he'll be starting this game, um, but everything's got to c- kind of get to him a little, and he already isn't playing too great. I I don't know. It, it kind of, the momentum is kind of shifting away from the Panthers right now. So I kind of am going to go with the Falcons just off of momentum, I guess. All right. Um, I don't think momentum's enough for me to to say that the woeful Falcons are going to beat the Panthers, but fair enough. It's a divisional game, so if anything, the Panthers are going to try extra hard. And uh, yeah, so I the Falcons, I, right? Falcons have less to try for. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, I, I think the Panthers are more underperforming. Where the Falcons, I mean, the Falcons are what they are. The Panthers can set things right. If the Falcons set things right, I mean, they they, they just are what they are. They don't they don't have room to improve really. Um, so yeah, I think the Panthers just win overall. Also. I think they Shaq Thompson might be back. So if he is, that's huge for their defense. Even without him, I say it's a win for the Panthers. Dolphins at Bills. Last game was a 35-0 shutout. And it was in Miami. So I think that's the takeaway. Yeah, not much to say there. Even if... Uh, I, I want to like the Dolphins, but I just can't. And they're just so tired. They've been jet-lagged. No rest at all. Mm. Yeah, it's not pretty. Patriots at Chargers. We both took Chargers. Yeah, um, I think the Chargers are just better. It's 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 simply a matter of talent. I think the Pats are Pats are really good, right? Like they're they're overperforming based on their talent, in my opinion, and that's a large part of coaching. Um, mm-hmm. Mac Jones has looked good because of the coaching, right? We've talked about this, but um, the Chargers have a lot more. Like it's as simple mm-hmm. as that. They just have more. So yeah, it's, it's not even close. That and the Chargers are coming off a bye, so they've been preparing for this. 
um, they want to say, right after losing badly to the Ravens. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the Patriots' defense is a shot at putting it in check, but I certainly do not want to count on it. Jaguars at Seahawks. I took Seahawks. I think that uh, Gino and Pete Carroll... Uh, Pete, Gino really wants to win as a starter. Pete Carroll is not going to let Urban Meyer win against him. Here's the thing, right? Gino does... It, the Seahawks are just not a good team. I think... I I At least for me, from my perspective, it seems like a lot of their... A lot of the reason people think they're good is off of the brand of the Seahawks rather than them actually being good. Because they are not a good team. They're mm. really not good. Like it, And the Jaguars, on the other hand, have, again, this is probably a momentum pick again, but they look better recently, right? They, they're they using sure. their players more correctly, and their offense is more explosive. It's more, It looks more talented. It looks smoother. Um, I just have to think, like, it's gonna it's gonna eventually flip and I get that I I, would, I I mean I assume that the Seahawks are the favorites here but um, I think the Jaguars is probably one of those picks that could look better in hindsight so we'll see yeah I mean fair enough um, I do have the momentum and I think to say that they looked better in their resp- last respective performances I guess that's fair. But, like, uh, I think there's a lot to consider there just because, uh, one, this is a home game for the Seahawks. And uh, they, the Seahawks, you know, they at least still have to try and prove something. Whereas the Jaguars, I don't think that they were lucky against the Dolphins. I think that was an earned win, certainly. But, like, uh, they have one win. And I think it's just that, you know, I mean, their offense has been what it is. But I don't think that their defense will be enough to stop even a Geno-led Seahawks. Um, he still has the connection with Metcalf. He's working on it with Lockett. Um, and their running back combination has been more than serviceable enough. So I think this is a, a Seahawks win because Pete Carroll, even if his season's over, he's not going to let Urban Meyer get one over him. Washington at Broncos. Another split game. I have Washington. Um, so, is this, this one is, a momentum pick too? Well, <laughs> well, I will say, um, I kind of get the Broncos pick. I think if I had to do it again, I would probably pick the Broncos. Looking at it now, but I'll stick with I'll stick with Washington um, just to make things interesting if nothing else, and. I have to think, you know, I don't know, like, they they look decent. Broncos look less than decent sometimes. It's, the, the, the good thing about the Broncos is, like, Jerry Judy might be coming back. I don't know if it's this week or next week, but if he comes back this week, maybe that'll help them in a lot of ways. Um, I don't know. I just, I kind of think that Washington, Washington is, it could, they could be better coached. There's an argument to be made. So, I don't know. In, in, in picks like these where I feel a little bit iffy, I kind of maybe I kind of go with better coaching. Maybe that's my pick. Okay. All right. I think that's fair. Um, but I don't know if they're better coached. I think they're pretty similarly coached and that there's just more there for the Broncos and it's a home game. Um, 
and they had more rest because they played on Thursday night. I think all of those things just stack up to be in the Broncos' favor. Bucks at Saints. Yeah, this one is split, but this is the time where I'm the one coming out left field taking the Saints. Yeah, so why don't I'll, I'll make the case for the Bucks? Just the standard case. Standard case being they're the better team overall. Um, they have more weapons on offense. They have a they have a better defense. Yeah, I would say so. They still have a better defense. Um, and I mean, they're one of the best teams in the league. What's the case for the Saints? Um, the case for the Saints is that uh, they have a home game. Um, I'm pretty sure Michael Thomas is coming back. If not this week, I mean, maybe not this week, but I think I've already, he's at the very least ESPN has points projected for him, which is, you know, a sign that generally they expect him to play. He might not, but even if he doesn't, um, with Traycon Smith uh, coming back, but he had a game, he, he played last week, but he's still getting back into chemistry with Jameis. And uh, the Saints are going to try very hard to win this game. Because this is the, the game that this is going to be maybe the most important games for the Saints on the season um, because it's a home game against the, the division leader. Also, over the past year, I mean, this is with Breeze. And, like, you know, obviously it's not the same team exactly, but, like, the Saints were out coaching the Bucks and outplaying them pretty thoroughly as Tom Brady was getting to know the system. I think Sean Payton knows the Bucks really well, and he's. Uh, going to pull a fast one on them just because the Bucks are going to come in thinking, oh, yes, now we are the the excellent alphas. And, like, you know, they just beat the Bears by 35. But uh, I, I, I think that the Saints are going to surprise them. I think part of the reason why the Saints were bad as they were basically this week against the Seahawks were just because they didn't care about this game. They were just, they're planning on next week and that the Seahawks were easy enough that they're just going to like not focus on it. And that's why I think the game looked like it did. So I think all that adds up to the Saints overperforming expectations. And uh, also just in terms of the Bucks defense being good, it's good only really on running backs, but like one Khalil Herbert, um, you know, the bears running back got a hundred yards on them last week. And, uh, um, that's, he got more than five yards per carry. Kamara is a lot better of a back, and he is involved in the passing game. He was super involved in the passing game last week. So that's a RB usage that does not work well against the Bucks defensively. I think they'll be able to exploit Kamara a lot, and that'll be a big game for him. Okay. Well, here's hoping that we'll something see. happens. You have some and, good picks, so I'll trust And the you. last two games were tied, were, 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 we agree on. Cowboys at Vikings. Um, honestly, like the Vikings, but I just think, you know, they're both rested, so no argument can be made there. And it is a home game for the Vikings, but Cowboys are just better. Also, yep. Patrick Peterson is hurt, so it's just another reason to uh, suggest this is going to be a shootout in the, the favor of the Cowboys. And uh, last game, Giants at Chiefs. Uh, we both got Chiefs here, and as bad as the Chiefs have been, they have to win this game. Like, yeah. not even have to. It would break the laws of physics if they did not win this game. Um, yeah, if they don't yes. win this game, then I'm very happy that I made this my uh, big baller bet this, uh, like, this week. Um, it's going to look fair. real good. But... I, I just think that the Giants have to crash back to earth. I mean, they won 25-3 to against the 
Panthers. It's kind of crazy. And, like, you know, th their players stepped up for what it's worth. But, like, yeah, no matter much how much they step up, they're not going to beat the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, that's basically that it. And then we have two teams on by. Yeah, uh, Raiders and Ravens. So, Survivor Prediction Game, um, this was a pretty clean week for most uh, most people, I would say. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I picked the cards, right? You Did you also pick the cards? I picked the cards as well. Yeah, it was an easy I pick. mean, it really was. It really was. I think that uh, I'm happy to pick the cards, not just because they won, but when, when a league, basically half the pool picked the cards. So... Yeah, fifty percent almost, call. like forty six percent looks like. Yeah, forty seven actually. You have to round mm, up. Round remember? up. Yeah, I'm bad um, at math. It's it's okay. <laughs> we can't all be as beautiful as you are, so we have to have downsides elsewhere. So how many uh, how many perfect uh, brackets did? Uh, there are still uh, twenty three perfect brackets. Which okay. Is a quarter of the entrance. Yeah. Um, so did any any perfect brackets get busted? Did any perfect brackets get busted? I don't think so. Um, I, one there might did. Not be a, there might not one be a did. single one out to who? Uh, <laughs> number 86. Uh, they uh, uh, yeah, oh, they didn't put in an wow, entry. Yeah, so, so that's yeah, unfortunate. Some, the only, when you lose a perfect bracket due to non-submission, yeah. what a shame. Yeah, but everyone what who, yeah, that's insane. Everyone who's perfect remained perfect. Everyone who's perfect remained perfect. And basically, most people that got, almost all people that got eliminated were just because of uh, not filling out uh, their brackets before and like missing things. Which? So that's basically all the, the only bracket that broke because of choosing a team. Actually, there were two teams. One guy chose the Texans. I mean, wow. <laughs> I guess the logic was that. If some he's already down to one life, so if like the Texans win and the Cards lose, so like half the team, half the league loses a life, that's like a boon for him, I guess. I don't really think that's the way people should think in survivor pools. Well, definitely um, not. Um, that was not a good pick. <laughs> the other person to lose, it was our dear friend Rob, who has been eliminated <gasps> from this. Bracket. Oh no, really? Rob's yeah, out? Rob Dang. chose the Panthers. Oh my god. He must be. Could he not pick the cards or something? No, he picked the Panthers. But he was oh, not. Could like, he not? Lot. Um, no, he could have picked the cards. He just didn't. Dang. Oh, the cards yeah. was such an easy pick to make, it felt like this week. Okay. I mean, well, it did feel that way, but like. We're wrong. As we've always been talking, like, there's a strategy to these things. Like, do you want to save good teams for later? I mean, because. Is it like the card? If the cards are your get me out of jail free pass, um, do you want to use it now if you think you can use a team? But this is the best time to use it. This is why you've been saving them, it's for this matchup. Yeah, but there's, I mean, I agree. I, I agree. Um, and also, just the cards, even if I like the cards to win most of their games moving forward, I don't think that uh, they are built to. I mean, this is the best time to use them because the other games have some chance of uh, not working out. Whereas this game, it's like as clear cut as you can get. Okay. So yeah, it's, um, it's unfortunate yeah. for for dear old Rob. We're we're both moving on though, and it's good for me because no perfect brackets have really been busted, and 
we made that bet last week. Um, so okay, yeah, like we still have eleven weeks. I know, to go. I know, but okay, I'll yeah. take every week, one week at a time. That's 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 good for you. Yeah, that's good for you. So. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, the only thing I'd say is just that this is probably going to be a tough week for the pool. Generally, I mean, there's a lot of split games, so I'm just curious to see what people will do. Yeah, I definitely have my pick already. I think I already do too, but I have to. I have to like look again just to yeah. make sure. All right. Um. So yeah. Let's go. Last but not least, um, playoff team predictions. So and, uh, we're both the same for once. We're the same. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. We're we're the same again. Yeah. Dolphins. I so, I'm surprised so you picked the Dolphins as well. So but... cute that we're the same together. Actually, I'm not. I'm not surprised you picked the Dolphins because the Dolphins lost every single game. But I'm Dolphins, I'm just surprised Dolphins that suck. we're we're the Dolphins same suck. again. Um, so I there is one team you know that I I was thinking about cutting first because like going back to last week I I made it pretty clear that like I I remember I cut the Seahawks um, and like that looks even better after they lost again. But, like, uh, I just generally am trying to cut a team per division. But, you know, there are some divisions where that's easier to say than others. So, the AFC West and the AFC North are both harder divisions to cut from. Because their fourth worst, their worst teams have a better record than the second, or are tied with the the second best team in the AFC East. So I decided I finally have to go against that principle of picking uh, the, the bottom team of a division just for, just for a week. Also because I can't really tell who the bottom is for sure yet. Yeah. Whereas I'm certain that the dolphins are out. Yeah. Sad man. Yeah, it's a pretty safe pick this week to be fair. Pretty brutal call for me in week one, thinking that they're going to make the playoffs. Which, you know, honestly, I'm not sure if... Uh, I'm kind of curious to see if we'll get anything wrong by the end in terms of playoff predictions. Yeah, I mean... Because be it seems to get easy. Like It seems to be a relatively easy pick every week, right? Maybe we're just not there yet. Maybe towards the end it'll, it'll really ramp up. But Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, because only we've only had to cut... Eight teams for now. So you just have to cut the bottom four teams per conference. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's easy enough. Um, it's uh, going to ramp up pretty soon, especially for the AFC. Just because the AFC is so um, contestable. Mm-hmm. Basically, I mean, right now, um, on my pool, I have, let's see, I have 10 teams left. Sorry, no, 12 teams left from the AFC. That's, that's math. Um, and I think you probably have the same number left from the AFC, too. Um, yeah, we both have 12 teams left from the AFC, and I think any of these teams can make the playoffs. I think some are going to be a lot harder to make the playoffs yeah, than others, but I think but any so of them possible. can make it right yeah. now. Okay, well, I think we'll end it off with that, but another another banger from... Uh, both of us yes plenty of next players. next week will definitely be better than this week <laughs> so i'm excited 
Um, tons of tons of split games too, which is this we is haven't had be, that. In it's a while. gonna be a better week for sure because the Packers are gonna lose. Ah, uh, yeah, true. yeah. I, I can't wait to uh, come back next week and celebrate that Packers win. I'm gonna be Dude, so hyped. If 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 you, uh, I'm almost willing to do an extra bet on this game. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, on the, I'll do it on the spread. I won't do it straight up. I'm not crazy. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, we'll talk about that. Okay, we'll talk about that after. Because I have to see what that spread is. Yeah, sure. But yeah, sounds but yeah. good. We'll see you guys next week. Sounds good. Thanks, Alex.